Hello and welcome to SAF Insights. In this series, we'll discuss the forces that affect the sustainable aviation field market globally. Pretty much every week we can find in the news a SAF uh, supply or an offtake agreement between an airline and a producer or a supplier. Uh, this collaboration between airlines and producers uh, is obviously needed to invest on production and to decarbonize the air transport industry. But there are other factors like feedstocks availability, logistics, regulation or incentivation, which will play uh, an important role in how fast that decarbonization takes place. My name is Alfonso Barbocal, European Business Development Manager for Oil Products at Argus Media. And to discuss these topics today, we have here with us Rocío Gil, SAF Product Manager in the Renewable Fuels and Circular Economy Direction at Repsol, a global integrated energy supplier with several biofuels and SAF projects in Spain. Uh, hola, hi, Rocío, and welcome to this podcast. Hi, hi Alfonso, thank you, and thanks to Argus for having Repsol in uh, for this interesting podcast. Uh, delighted to to be here. Thank you. Thanks, thanks to you, and thanks to you uh, guys. Um, Rocío, uh, can you please um, give us an update uh, uh, about the projects that Repsol has online to produce sustainable aviation fuel uh, now? and the facilities that you're planning to put in place and to start up in the coming months and years? Um, yeah, um, at Repsol, we have been pioneers within uh, our sector and combining all uh, our efforts to become an zero emission company by, by 2050. But uh, it is just as important to take the, the lead as it, it is uh, to do so with a, a plain roadmap so in our 2021-2035 strategic plan um, includes the, the, this path forward to decarbonize our asset portfolio and we are committed to a hybrid energy model that integrates uh, uh, several technological uh, options and, and that in, in the field of mobility combines electrification with the use of, of carbon neutral fuels and, and, and materials. Um, yeah, regarding renewable fuels, we are uh, pioneers in the staff production and supply in Spain and we have been producing sustainable aviation fuels in our refineries since, since 2020 and supplying at, at the ports to, to various airlines. And in addition, at the end of 2023, uh, this year, uh, our Cartagena refinery, we will put into operation the first advanced uh, biofuels plant in Spain with a production capacity of uh, 250 k tons per year of uh, renewable fuels that uh, which uh, will avoid around 900 k tons of, of CO2 emissions. In addition, in, in 2025, we will put into operation the first synthetic demo, the fuel demo plan in Spain and uh, whose uh, objective is to demonstrate the, the, the operation of PTL technology and uh, scale it up to an industrial production at the end of the decade. And, and of course, we will be prepared to comply with the EJET uh, sub-mandate included in, in the refuel EU regulation. So um, synthetic fuels will be an ideal complement to advanced biofuels when they reach their production limits due to the lack of waste as, as raw material. And yeah, uh, 
other projects and other technologies will come because all of them they will be necessary to comply with the ambitious target of supplying 70% of SAF aligned with the regulation and, and yeah, becoming a net zero emission company by 20, 2050. Thank you, Rocio. Uh, you mentioned you, you have your plant at, uh, at Cartagena coming soon, uh, coming online pretty soon by the end of this year. Uh, looking at the um, looking at the supply demand balance uh, uh, of that uh, of that plant uh, between uh, uh, HBO and and SAF, uh, do you see any of the uh, two products with uh, higher demand? And um, how easy is how easy or how difficult is uh, for Repsol to switch production from one to the other? Okay, uh, HBO uh, is, is consolidated as renewable fueling in road transport, no? compared uh, to others that have reached maximum blending. The, the main advantage of HBO is that there are no technical limitations. So production of advanced HBO is the best, best uh, option to comply with the legislation and grow in renewable fuels in generating value. Um, therefore, we see that HBO demand uh, will increase in the coming years, but on the other hand, there is the commission proposal on light duty uh, vehicles that has to develop a secondary regulation uh, on CO2 neutral fuels and what type of renewable fuels is going to be to be included in, in the definition. So this moment will be crucial for, for HBO production and, and, and demand. Regarding SAF, there will be an increase in demand when the regulation EU uh, aviation comes into force in 2025, but above all, we will see the significant increase from 2030 onwards in both the regulated market and the voluntary market. This is the JGR from which uh, airlines have more ambitious staff use target than, than what is established by, by, the, by the regulation. Regarding uh, our advanced uh, renewable fuels plan in Cartagena, not only has the flexibility of being able to use different type of feedstocks with high and low acidity, but also um, being able to quick change the mode of operation to produce SAF or, or, or HVO. And uh, in addition, we will invest over 130 million euros to retrofit a, a Puerto Llano refinery unit to produce to 240 ketones per year of HBO, bio-nafta and bio-LPG uh, from, from 2025. But I would like to highlight that the plants do not only produce one type of renewable fuel. They produce different type of, uh, types of renewable fuels that need to have a market. The fourth, the, the winning bet is, of course, the technological neutrality. Since if the use of renewable fuels such as HVO, electricity vehicles is not allowed, it will be very difficult to optimize that production processes and investment in this type of plant, which are very, very intensive in capex and which not be profitable, thus threatening the, the, the production of SAP. So, you know, bet uh, to the technological neutrality is the key. So. To briefing that, no, all my ideas about that in a moment of transition with all the scenarios are open, all the variables involved and the enormous risks when proposing solution, the most efficient thing is to apply market rules and support schemes to uh, industrial innovation without ideological uh, bias. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Rocio. Um, you have mentioned um, 
several projects that Repsol uh, has uh, in place now uh, or in the coming years uh, to produce biofuels. Um, obviously, different projects use, may use different technologies. Uh, what technology or technologies do you think that are well positioned to take over uh, HEFA uh, towards the end of the decade and particularly uh, from 2030 onwards? Okay, yeah, currently 99% of the capacity to be installed for, for snack production is based on, on lipid hydrogenation effect technologies. Um, this technology is very mature and well known in the oil and gas sector since we have been using it for more than 40 years to eliminate sulfur from diesel. But the, the main bottleneck is of this technology is the availability of lipid residues. So analysts agree that there is not enough lipid weights available in Europe to cover the demand for renewable fuels in transport. So from 2030 onwards, we will need other technologies capable of transforming ways of different nature, such as, I don't know, agricultural ways, forestry ways, or municipal solid ways. Um, regarding self-production, we see that in the medium and long-term technologies such as alcohol to yet or gasification with fissure trop are two promising technologies. For some of these routes, as is the case of the production of self from methanol, it is necessary for the um, for the organizations in charge of the finance, defining the technical specifications to, to be agile in approving the use of these routes and defining the technical criteria that must be met in, in, in each case. Uh, thank you, Rocio. Um, super interesting, uh, obviously, to invest on, on, on all these different technologies and pathways. Uh, there must be and there is uh, uh, a sort of a type of regulation or incentivation in place. In the case of Europe, we have the uh, SAF mandate you already mentioned starting in 2025 with uh, with a 2% and then 6% from 2030 uh, onwards. Do you think that these uh, blending ratios are ambitious enough, particularly we're looking at the first stage of 2% starting in 2025, or do you think they are actually achievable since a point of view of uh, feedstocks availability you already mentioned uh, that maybe some bottleneck towards the end of the decade? The, the staff targets included in the regulation have been established based on an, on an impact assessment, you know, taking into account different criteria factors such as the available of raw materials, the maturity, of the available technologies and the sub production projects announced. Most of the sub projects announced will up to, to, to 20, uh, 28, 2030, 20, 20, as I mentioned before, correspond to the, to the effort route. So the limitation in the availability of the of lipidic waste makes, uh, makes it uh, necessary for the post 2030 installed capacity to use innovative technologies capable of transforming other type of, of waste, as, as I mentioned before, municipal solid waste, forest or agricultural biomass, which today are not mature enough and require technological development and, and, and financial support. But at Russell, we are in a privileged position um, to cover not only the national demand for staff, 
in accordance with the objectives established in the regulation, but also having volume available for the voluntary market and, and the possibility of exporting product and, and growing in, in other markets. Okay, um, clear, Rocio. Thank you so much uh, for sharing your, uh, your knowledge, your insights today with us. And You're welcome, you and th thank you, Alfonso. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Rocio. Um, and thank you all for tuning in to this podcast uh, and uh, for more information on Argus Global Refined Products coverage. Please visit argusmedia.com slash oil dash products uh, and stay safe and see you next time. Mm -hmm.